0: You are now tuned in to the Real Coach JB Slapdick. Podcast. It's the last to Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? Out, we see out, it's a last out. chance for you. Last chance for me. It's a last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's a last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? What we up, what up? Real Coach JB here. Another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fine Monday, the 6th of December. It's Christmas time, man. It is Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's crazy how this fucking, how fast yep. shit's gone. Okay, but... Yeah. Shoot if I move. Okay. What the hell? Um, anyway, lots of discuss here, man, on the show. Um, title of this show, man, is A Boss Like You Needs A Boss Like Me. And uh, I'm going to break down to all you know-it-all motherfuckers out there who thinks they're bosses. And is too scared to have a boss like me. But I'm going to explain why you need one. And uh, I'm going to get into uh, this show. Appreciate everybody on YouTube coming in. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Hit the notification bell. Monday Night Football Tonight. Do the Patriots' dominance, does the Patriots' dominance continue in the NF, in the AFC East, or does the Bills knock them off the pedestal today? They got to play twice in the next three weeks, I believe. So we're going to see. check and the boys if, if uh if my boy uh, Mac Jones can throw into a windy situation. It's going to be some weather out there um, in Orchard Park. So interesting game. I think the Patriots win it. Stogie, get away. Um, Callie's in heat. Gonna get her fixed tomorrow. I just can't have her running around here for Christmas and Stogie chasing this shit. Two things undefeated. Pussy and new pussy. And it's all new to Stogie. It don't matter if he's hit it before or not. Sorry, ladies. But that's just the reality. And I can't do it no more. I just dealt with a whole shitload of fucking Doughboy issues and Stogie and all this whole other shit. Um and uh Doughboy found a home update. All right. Uh a great lady and her husband bought a Doughboy sister in the first letter back in February. And uh so uh she had it and she always posted about her and showed um Pictures and everything and i always knew they were a good home i already knew it was a good home or i wouldn't send her there but they do a great job they had another older female a, a rescue pit so two females and i'm like listen and she knew my situation and she was like listen i always want a what do you want how much you want for him i said i don't want nothing i said i'll pay for him to get there well fuck it cost me about a thousand dollars to fly his ass But I didn't care. I got him there. Um, Needed to happen. And he, I don't know if you saw the videos I posted on social media. He ran to her and she ran to him like they never left each other. It's unbelievable. So I've been doing this like 30 years with dogs, man, with pits. It's a trip. The mothers, if they leave and the puppies leave the nest and the mothers in 10 years, 20 years, five years, the puppy comes back. The mother will recognize her kid. I don't care if she had two litters, three litters, 20 pups. It's real rare. Fathers. No brothers, sisters. If they're in the same litter, they'll they'll recognize each other just like a mother will. And these two, she's telling me, she's sending me pictures every day and shit. She's like, man, you don't even know. These two are crazy together. Like they won't leave each other's sight. Um, He looks at peace here he was just on edge stogie was fucking attacking him uh every so often and uh you know i don't know what was going on stogie i guess had enough men around or something plus the puppies here just too many dynamics going on in the slapdick household so i had to make a decision man and i think it was best for everybody involved so i'm glad um callie's gonna go under the knife tomorrow and get spay and uh Cause she's starting to back in heat again. And I'm just like, Oh my fuck. So I'm gonna go get her spade tomorrow. And uh six fucking hundred dollars, man. You can't find a vet no more, especially here in California that isn't pushed back to like March or April. That's how crazy it is. Oh, too many fucking. Yeah. There's only one fucking chief, bro. There can't be more chiefs than Indians. That's just how it is in life, no matter where you go. Coaching, football, players, coaches, you know, coaching staff. You can't have too many Chiefs. We need more Indians, not Chiefs. What's Tomlin, what's Mike Tomlin say? Fucking, we need more uh, volunteers, not hostages. Same deal. Same concept, man. But anyway, um... A boss like you needs a boss like me, man. That is just what it is. That is the real. i um, give you quote of the day, man. A truly great boss is hard to find, difficult to part with, and an impossible to forget. Remember that shit right there. A truly great boss is a hard to find motherfucker. He's, different, he's difficult to part with, and it's uh, impossible to forget somebody um that has truly been great um call you back Um, so it is what it is uh it's a great day to have a great fucking day man this show is brought to you by manscape like it always is slap dick podcast and you can use the slap dick promo code to get you 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com it is the holidays. Eight million people have bought Manscaped f- to shave their balls. So make sure you know four million people, eight million sets of balls have been shaved, groomed, and cleaned with Manscaped proprietary. Devices. Make sure you go get some Manscaped in your life. Women, go buy your man some Manscaped. They need it in a bad way. A lot of these motherfuckers just got hair running up down their fucking legs. Just nasty old sloppy motherfuckers. Tell them to go clean this shit up. I need to use it right now. Shave my face. I don't use Manscaped, obviously. I'm uh, not touching my balls and then my face. But anyway, uh, Manscaped does it all. I still use T-Edgers, man, for my face. Don't get it twisted. Old school barbershop type of shit. But for your balls, hey, that's a... manscape has eliminated cutting your nuts with some old regular-ass shavers. Man, you know what I'm talking about. If you ever shaved your balls with some shavers, razor blade, or a fucking clippers, you know it was a scary task every time you went down to that motherfucker. You know you were scared. But now proprietary devices, Manscaped. Cuts it for you. Hey, without cutting your dick, your skin, your balls, or any other things you like to do. And women, you can might be shaved for their hairy, nasty ass. Don't have badusy. Go get it cracking. Manscaped.com promo code slap dick 20% off free shipping it's holidays it's Christmas go get you some tell them the real coach JB sent you so um what's the deal with dr. fucking pepper man why are they fucking okay listen idiots come in all shapes sizes and colors rich people come in all shapes sizes and colors Broke people come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Let's, let me get that out the way first. But can we please get a young brother or a sister or a Latino or a Latina on Dr. Pepper $100,000 giveaway? Just so we think you're being honest and shit, Dr. Pepper. Because I've been watching this shit for a few years now. And I'm, look, I'm seriously online looking up, when have you had a motherfucking person of color earn a hundred grand on the fucking basketball shot? And you got these pussy ass motherfuckers out here who look like a bunch of fucking, I'm not going to say no words. But these motherfuckers are shoveling the ball like a two-hand chest pass. And I'm just like, you got to be shitting me. Holy fuck. Because, see, they're scared to find a hood cat. Because a hood cat will come back to that motherfucker slanging that shit. He'll hit like 20 and 17 seconds or some shit. And you got these old goofy fucks on there. The other, the other day, I posted a med school, a med student. Like, motherfucker, someone tries to have the audacity. Well, I was broke coaching. I went to med school. Motherfucker, I didn't say it. broke people never went to med school. I said, I don't know any motherfuckers that went to med school. The other one went to USC in his junior year. A mother, another cat came on and said, how do you know? You don't know their struggle. Motherfucker, they are at their junior year at Duke. <laughs> well uh it's called financial aid uh financial aid coverage shut the fuck up people just be talking dog it is unbelievable cats just be talking to talk on there on twitter oh my god well since my instagram's been deleted i guess that motherfucker's just deleted i don't even know i haven't tried too hard to get it back yet um but that's been deleted i have no idea why I think I'm going to sue these motherfuckers just on GP. Fuck it. My lawyers are like, I'll call them. Let me call them and see what's up. Apparently, I told you last week, my Instagram got shut down. But apparently, there's this thing called a reporting bot. And so, I have haters, obviously, right? So, the haters, some hater, went out and reported using this app called a reporting bot. B-O-T, I guess. And the reporting bot reported it to... Instagram and it reported all my posts and when, when that happens this is how 50 cent got deleted too I guess and a bunch of other people what happens is Instagram just deletes your account automatically because it gets like fucking 20,000 reports at one time so I don't know Let's see what happens um, we'll see what happens yeah some dude tried to charge me four grand um uh, I have no idea what the fuck this guy wants. Um but anyway, a boss like you needs a boss like me. Eagles didn't shake hands with the Jets after the game. The Eagles didn't shake hands with the Jets after the game. Dog, I have to give it up for Nick Sirani or Shirani or whatever that motherfucker's name is. Much respect, Coach Sirani, Siriani, whatever your goofy ass name is, Coach Siriani for the Eagles and your crew not shaking hands of the New York. Jets. After you beat their ass with the '70s porn star quarterback, Minshew, who who by the way, man, I don't care if motherfuckers want to clown Minshew or not. You know, Minshew was at Washington State with my kid Calvin Jackson for a minute. Um, you know, he came in looking like Goose from Top Gun the other day, but afterwards, him and his dad's, uh, you know interaction after the game. That shit's classic. And people don't realize, man, people do not realize it's short-lived because I would do it all day long if my dad was still alive. Like, people don't realize, man, you better take advantage of that shit and uh, tell your pops what's up, tell your moms what's up, go hug them, go dap them up. Shit, me and my dad would be drinking like a motherfucker right now if he was alive. That's one thing I do miss. Like, one thing is I wasn't really... I wasn't really established enough to enjoy my pops like that. My pops were struggling, making ends meet. I was younger. Um, so, you know, nowadays I wish, you know, I got a couple houses, couple cars, dogs, fucking, I, I've done okay hustling. I wish I would have him here now. That's what motherfuckers don't. I've seen so many cats trying to shoot salts. At Minshew for how he reacted with his pops, motherfuckers is fucking funny, dog. Like cats is really salty and such bitch made motherfuckers out here. Like it really, it really, really is. Like it's unbelievable. But my dad was a good athlete, man. I don't know, you know, he played high school in '55. He went to Compton High School. It was all white. He graduated there with the first black person ever in his class, 1955. That player ended up going on to win multiple Super Bowls. So my dad started over him. He was a year older, though. Um, So that tells you something. But, uh, hey, a lot of uh, famous people went to Compton High around that time with my dad. Duke Snyder, Dodger great. Um, You know the commissioner of the NFL and what it is today, Pete Roselle. It's all in my book. Hate me now. Love me later. I'm thinking about doing another book, by the way, um, thinking about calling it the truth hurts. Truth hurts. I don't know because I'm going to do a tell all book on how I got fucked by not only Netflix, but how they depicted me. And I'm in the talks with Amazon prime to try to do a documentary. So we'll see what's happening. I'm trying to figure it out, see if it can happen or not. Um, but, so this book is not a pre- sequel to Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. This is more of a straight up, factual, fucking non-fiction, straight, this is how they fucked me, tried to give me eight fucking felonies, how I beat that, how I got assaulted, how I got hated on, how these motherfuckers just didn't like a real motherfucker. And that's really what it comes down to. So, that's kind of what it is. And uh, that is what uh, I'm going to discuss. So, Bailey, sit down. Bailey, always trying to start some shit with Stogie. End up having a fight in here. Lay down, dude. You're always up to some shit. You know, I'm doing a live podcast in front of millions of people, motherfucker. Anyway... um, by the way, all 72 of you motherfuckers, hit the like button and subscribe today. Um, so we'll see what happens, man, on uh, on the book side. I'm thinking about a cold name to have, but The Truth Hurts is kind of... Re- it is really kind of uh, resonating because a lot of people can't handle the truth. And when I tell the truth, motherfuckers won't get butt hurt. So I don't know. I got a lot of names I can come up with. But... um. My dad was in the Korean War, man. He was too old for Vietnam. He was in the Korean War um, and uh, was a tank operator, man, was a tank mechanic, and then he ended up driving one later on. But my dad was a diesel mechanic um, his whole life. So that's how I learned how to be kind of savvy around cars and trucks. My grandpa, It went back to my grandpa, Brown Truck Repair. They owned two truck repairs, one in Compton, one in Long Beach. And then they end up moving the one to Long Beach, folded the one in Compton, and then I grew up in a diesel truck shop, a huge one they had in Long Beach. Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh it was a trip. Time is a thief. I'm gonna tell you guys like that. All you youngsters out there, time is a fucking thief. I'm just telling you right now. I'm 45. I was always the youngest cat. Always the young one. Uh, Time is a thief. Make sure you guys cherish this bitch because it is going to go fast. And I remember people told me that when I was young. And I was always the one that couldn't be beat. I could never be fucked with. Uh, Hold on a second. Um, I could never be like fucking TV shit. Slapdick podcast. Most ghetto podcast out there. But it is the realest one, so you got to put up with some of the bullshit. Um, my little TV ads. I'm gonna step my game up. Maybe I don't know. I'm spending more money. They'll take. They'll take care of me. They took. They got all this shit for me, man. So I appreciate them. But you know how it goes. It's how important shit is to you, man. I used to tell when I speak to coaches. I tell them all the time. I said, "You're the head coach." And special teams is shitty. You know whose fault it is? Your fault. Because special teams is only as good as how important the head coach feels about it. If you don't put the time in special teams as the head coach, you're going to be shitty at it. (laughs) So, I'm just telling you. Um, But anyway, back to Sirianni. I love that they didn't shake hands, dog. That shit got my dick hard. I love that shit, and I would love to see a trend start. Get back to being fucking competitive. Kick it in the off-season on your yacht. Motherfuckers, you make too much money nowadays to miss this many games, to cry about this much shit, and then still be sucking y'all dicks to each other's dicks and trading jerseys, dapping it up, Smiling after a loss. Walking right over smiling. Dog, I'm tired of seeing it. I want to see the competitive, fucking nasty, hate to lose more than love to win attitude. Go out there and fucking get it cracking. Fuck shaking hands, motherfucker. We'll see your ass after we win a Super Bowl. These motherfuckers rather be nice and lose. Then nasty and win blows my fucking mind. I don't get that shit. Dog, if you don't like me after I beat your ass, so be it. If we can't kick it in the fucking offseason, so be it. (laughs) I'd rather win me a chip. I'm just going to be honest. Too many cats ain't like that, though. And I don't know why I don't get it. But. Is what it is, but I'm a fan of Sirianni now. Overnight, I never liked the cat because I don't know him, but I don't. I never dislike or hating anyone, but I just stopped his interview press conference when he took the job was an absolute joke, and then when they started off super shitty, and then I see everybody on 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 Pat McAfee show, you know, fucking with them. My boy imitating him on um, Pat show. I'm just like, oh, my God. And then he's he's won a few games, and then he does it with the 70s porn star, Minshew, and now you got to start thinking, maybe he's getting through to them motherfuckers in the locker room because them motherfuckers sure didn't shake hands yesterday, and then you have a fucking, you got the linebacker for the Jets crying about it. Oh, that shit made me my day. I saw that shit this morning. That motherfucker was crying about it. He said that the Eagles didn't shake our hands. <laughs> like, motherfucker. Shut up. I'm going to find out... Um Who was it? Wasn't it the linebacker Mosley or something? C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley. All right. Felt disrespect from Eagles and Cox. Said coming from the Eagles Sunday afternoon, he admitted it got under his skin as the Eagles cruised a 33-18 win. Motherfucker. It was all over the field. I saw it. Coin toss, no handshake. Fletcher Cox was laughing at Coach Robert Sala when he was fighting for us, trying to get a play called. You see that stuff and you feel that stuff. And as a competitor, as a warrior, you, when you're fighting with your brothers, that pisses you off. That's been going on for a long time. Then change the narrative, motherfucker. Go change the narrative. Go change it. Like, <laughs> go change that shit. Quit crying about it like a little broad, man. You motherfuckers... I'm so I'm crying that they, they didn't shake our hands. <laughs> Alright, I gotta show something with you guys, man. This shit right here is gonna get one of you motherfuckers yeah. seriously killed. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, you yeah. Me, yeah. shit. Yeah, bitch ass nigga with that shit you was talking nigga. Uh, so. Oh you gonna do what when you see me nigga? Whoa, 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 relax, relax! Huh. You in heaven my boy. No. I was with him too. Man, man, what you <laughs> Detroit runs volley training. They skip their training and that's what happens. That'll get you killed. Always come to training. Here he go. What you doing here? Here he goes. go? He, come he from? didn't come to training. He didn't come to training. Man, that never, cat is going to get a motherfucker killed. Do not, not do that hey, shit yeah, every that every you guy. Guy. see this right. motherfucker keep doing. Yeah, yeah. Please. Please keep. Please stop watching this cat, dog. He's is going to get one of you motherfuckers murked. Stop watching him. God damn. Oh my goodness. That shit is comical. Um, for all you guys that want a bully, make sure you guys peep it out. If you guys want a bully, let me know. That's a tri right there. He's expensive now. That's a Merle Blue. He's not cheap either, but if you guys want Two of the finest. These motherfuckers just turned four weeks old today. And they are humongous. These motherfuckers gotta weigh like 15 pounds, dog. I'm gonna weigh them today. I don't know. That shit is crazy. Go to SlapthickBullies.org if you guys want them. Um, Oh my God. That shit is comical, man. Do not watch that shit. It is too fucking comical. A lot of shit's going on, man. Obviously, I told you, a boss like you needs a boss like me. I'm going to get into a bunch of shit from Lamar Jackson to Patrick Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, whatever his motherfucking ass is called. Um, and I'm going to get into a lot of that shit here um, shortly. But the whole premise of this show today was I was just thinking over the weekend, man, like all you motherfuckers want to be bosses. All you transfer portal motherfuckers think that you're bosses all you coaches trying to leave and shake schools after you told those kids every single line in the book, want to be bosses so bad that y'all need a boss like me, but you're too scared to even consider having a boss like me because you can't handle the truth and the truth shall set you free and you guys can't handle that shit. And I'm here to discuss it a little bit. Um, All you kids that know it all, Uh, No, every single fucking thing demand how what your parents should be cooking you for dinner demand that you get this and that and you can show up late to do this and show up late to do that. But yet, don't expect any consequence. And if something does happen, you start doing what? (sniffs) Sucking your motherfucking teeth. Like a little girl. Only girls suck their teeth. No offense, women, ladies. But girls are little girls. They're little babies. They suck their teeth. Men aren't supposed to suck their teeth. So how about you stop sucking your motherfucking teeth? Go ahead and act like you do. But if you coaches and parents don't figure out how to be a boss, these kids are going to continue to set up, be, be set up to fail. Please understand that shit. Please wake up. God damn. Let your boss so-called boss of a kid boss of a coach if you're AD or principal let the motherfuckers know to wake up and that you need a boss like me <laughs> because sometimes man I already told you about pilots and passengers these passengers think they're pilots and they've never even drove before and we're keep allowing that shit and it blows my fucking mind Oh man, I don't know. Who who is Mike the Tiger? I don't even know what you guys are. What are you, what is this guy talking about? Mike the Tiger, are you a dick rider? Raise your hand. Do you suck dicks? Do you put balls in your jaws and hum on a motherfucker? <laughs> Why are you all in my shit? I don't got time for you right now. So. Stogie and Bailey have fought a few times. Bailey's the only dog on my premises who will not back down from Stogie. So that is a problem. She's an alpha female and you know how that is. So Bailey's a little bitch. She's crazy as fuck too, but she does know when Stogie tries to start manning up, she'll back away a little bit, but then they sleep on each other at night. So, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, one of those deals, you know. Um, yeah, I'm going to discuss all the coaching hires and shit. I want to talk about ha- having bosses like me. It goes all the way up the ladder, though. NFL, college, all these different things. And these presidents that have PhDs and these ADs that have some PhDs, mostly master's continue to do the same shit over and over. They continue to hire these people because it's a good old boy network. If if Mario Cristobal played at Miami and then all he had to do really was be somewhat of a noticeable coach, at some point, he would be hired back at his alma mater. This is how the business goes. Now, on one side of it, I don't knock you for hiring your own. All right? At least you give some... You show some love to someone that spent dollars, spent time, invested time in your program, chose to come to your program as a young player, as an adolescent. Hopefully he grew up into a man there at your program. And I give you shout out to bring them back to be the head coach. Okay, I'm going to first go there. But then at the same time, let's make sure we're hiring people that are worthy and not just people that are noteworthy. <laughs> just because they're noticed and you know who they are because they've, they're have they a head coach now somewhere don't mean they're worthy of a job at your alma mater. It doesn't mean you're wor- they're worthy of a job at, and you're going to pay them this big money. It does not mean that. But the hiring process at the four-year level, I just want to make sure everyone's clear. You don't just put your resume in online, okay? (laughs) That's not how this shit works. You don't just throw your resume in online and um, do these type of things, all right? These jobs are already preconceived. They already know who they're hiring. They all have agents. They all talk. These things are already done before the old coach is fired 99% of the time. So I just want to make sure you're clear. The NFL, Carolina Panthers, has done something. I tried to share yesterday on social media. They hired Pat Rule, who's a good dude and everything. Or Matt Rule, I'm sorry. Um, Good dude. You know, we've had interactions in college. I've never had a problem with them. We were pretty cordial. Um, (sighs) Yeah. We talk at AFCA coaching meet conventions every year, and shit like that. When he was in college, but he fired Joe Brady, the OC, who I should have, who I said should have never been hired as the OC in the NFL from the gate. All right, first of all, he was a co-OC at LSU who had great talent around him and did a decent job if he was considered the play caller. But I think, from what I hear, he was only really the pass game coordinator calling the pass plays. And I think they kind of co-coordinated him and uh, another guy with the run game. And then I don't know who called it. Maybe Brady did, right? But anyway, he was hired in the NFL. And now it's short-lived. You're fired on your day off. And the cold part is he'll probably get one of these jobs at the four-year level, one of these bigger jobs, Oregon or um, who knows? Who knows? Who still needs to be moved around after a couple other moves happen here? Um, but we'll see what happens. Maybe Venables hires him as an OC. I heard, I heard Venables is after uh, Lane's OC um, at, at Ole Miss. But we'll see. But the problem is Rule wasn't fit to be an NFL head coach. He really wasn't all that successful in college. He took a Temple program and started to win some games. Then he took over a Baylor program who came off of a shambles of a rape allegations like no other and did pretty decent. But you're acting like this guy's won natty after natty after natty. He hasn't. And for him to get an NFL head job to me is a little pre. It, it's a little fucking, uh, you know, Slow down. You know, your pre-ejaculation is is at an all-time high. You people that are hiring are just so fucking, it's all premature in my opinion. You guys are hiring people, man, off of a he-say-she-say shit, and you don't even know the real fucking person. You hire search committees to go hire these people that don't even know anything about your campus or your kids. A little less about this guy. That's you're not even meeting a search committee, sending you the guy to interview at the end of the day and saying, we like this guy. How do you like him? Oh, well, search committee hired him. We'll like him. That's the problem. And I like Matt rule. He wasn't an NFL head coach, period. Joe Brady. I think he was a one hitter quitter. I don't believe he deserved to be an NFL OC. I did, I, I would like to see him in college. I would have liked to see him in the last years, two years since, and how they would have handled it. How he would have handled LSU with this lesser talent. See, that's when you know if a dude's legit. But anyway, he gets fired. It's not his fault, in my opinion. He should have never been hired. But see, it's a trickle down. The NFL owners should have never hired Matt Rule in the first place. And then Matt rule. Now being inexperienced head coach in the NFL should have never hired Joe Brady because that was an inexperienced hire. And now you have Joe Brady getting fired before Christmas. Not that they need money, right? They're going to have fun. and plenty of money, but now you have a guy getting fired for Christmas before Christmas. And in all reality, he's not an NFL OC. He may not be in a D one OC. We don't know. So, anyway, I just think that it's, it's, it's bad hiring practices. I believe that these guys all want to be bosses. They all want to think their dick hangs lower than the other guy so they can control the narrative and have full autonomy. But in theory, you need a boss like me, motherfucker. You're not ready to call the shots. And this goes to talking to these players, these young coaches, these administrators, You guys don't have anyone that tells you the truth. You motherfuckers all want your dick sucked and told how great you are, but you really don't want to fucking go through the trials and tribulations. You motherfuckers really don't have any hard, taught, like you've never gone through any fucking real lessons that have taught you something to get through some hard realities, some harsh realities. The harsh truth of the matter is, that you're probably not going to succeed, motherfucker. Why did you hire him? But anyway, a lot of things move this weekend. A lot of shadiness, which I always tell you, NCAA, non carrying assholes of America, they don't give a fuck, right? Kids are a mar- piece of meat in the meat market. Coaches are pretty similar. Mario Cristobal, head coach at Oregon, I told on, if you look at my tweets yesterday, Not that I have inside sources, but maybe I do. I have a lot of buddies coaching in certain places. Um, I put it on Twitter without ever giving away anything. I said, Oregon will be open tonight. And Oregon was open last night. You guys just didn't know it was. But Oregon was open last night. And the cold part about it is, Oregon was open last night, yet Miami wasn't. And all you coaches out there listening, all you people that understand what I'm really meaning, you get what I said. Oregon was open last night. Miami was not. Yet, Mario Cristobal was named head coach at Miami without even having a vacancy at Miami. This is the business that we are in. I always used to say on the show, and I told you guys all the time, this coaching profession is colder than the dope game. A lot of people always laughed and thought I was full of shit. But if you don't think this game is the most cutthroat, shadiest business out there, you're really, really mistaken. I've seen it firsthand. Manny Diaz was on the road in a recruits home and his staff was on the road in recruits homes recruiting For the University of Miami. And yet. Has to hear the rumors that his job is being replaced by Mario Cristobal when he has yet to be fired. You can't tell me that's not colder than the dope game. (laughs) Manny Diaz was not fired yet. So who was the assistant Mario or Manny? Manny. How fucked up is that? So Mario Cristobal is the new head coach at Miami. A 10-year, $80 million deal from what I understand. $8 million a year. And Manny Diaz is yet to be fired. So he finally gets fired. Manny Diaz posts a a, a thank you letter just like these kids do when they decommit. I wish coaches would stop doing it. I wish the kids would stop doing it. These fucking tweet fucking letters. Just fucking say thanks a lot. Appreciate you. You know, as I sit here and yawn on how boring it's become watching these fucking decommit tweets and firing tweets, it makes me think of mine. When I fucking resigned and wrote a letter basically not apologizing and ESPN took it and everybody took it and blasted it out and said, you know, well, not really an apology. But I told you guys, people who apologize are liars, cheats and thieves. (laughs) I didn't have to apologize for what? Having the highest GPA of JUCO football playing schools? having the highest D1 transfer rate of all time, sending more kids to Division one in three years than any JUCO in the history of JUCO, never having a kid go to jail or get kicked out of a four-year, what the fuck do I have to apologize for? Because a kid took a text that everyone used to fuck around with and manipulated it, and teachers that didn't like me because I told them how shitty of a job they did threw me under the bus, I have to apologize for that? Well, that made me start thinking, maybe I need to write a book to let everyone know the real. Because right now, as it looks, I'm sitting out here kind of with a black eye on things because coaches, administrators, and ADs only know me from a show that I think I was depicted really pretty much. I never use the word unfair. Unfair to me is a bitch made word. Unfair is like cry over a spilled milk, cry me a river, motherfucker. Unfair my ass. Everyone's unfair. Everything is unfair. Life is unfair, motherfucker, every single day. I hate the word unfair, and I don't hate anything. I don't use the word unfair. But what I say is they depicted me in a manner that has given everybody this false characterization of who i am which to me i don't believe is unfair i accepted the job right i told him to come finally when i after a while and i really didn't want him to say to come but i finally accepted it so it's on my shoulders i don't look back in the rearview mirror i'm not going that fucking way i only look ahead i don't regret shit in life there's nothing to regret I can't look back. I can't regret what I just said two seconds ago. So what the fuck would I do regretting four years ago? So three years ago, whatever. So people ask me that all the time. Has all that cost you coaching jobs? I'm sure it has. Now I haven't been actively pursuing it either. I'm very, very comfortable to be honest with you. I really have no stress other than dog stress um, in life right now other than I don't have to deal with bureaucrats, politics. I don't got to deal with soft kids recording you on their phone. Soft parents uh, when I recruit your kid. I don't got to deal with that right now. So I'm chilling. I'm in a good spot. I don't. I'm not eager now. If the right job came open and were contact and contacted me, I would be interested. Sure, possibly. It has to be the right fit, and I have to have full autonomy. That's just what it is, because a boss like you needs a boss like me. But the only reason that I'm down to do a book or a movie about the truth is because every day I get told, you being out of football, many kids are being fucked over and over and over And I know you can't coach every school, Coach Brown, but if you could coach one, at least you could save 100 or 200 kids every year or two. So that shit resonated with me a little bit, and I I didn't take too much even in first, but now I'm starting to think about it. I'm like, well, if the right job came open, I'm still not going to pursue a major job, but if it does come open the right one, I would listen. But those calls are going to be very, very minimal when you have this depiction of me off of a show you saw, uh, basically 16 hours of my life when you film me for 4,000 hours or whatever. So that is just how it goes. Um, so it is what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not really too worried about it. It's just a matter of, I don't want to go out like Willie Lump Lump either. Right. I'm not trying to go out like a sucker or a blow pop or a poo butt either. So, have I coached my last game? I don't know who knows, but we'll see how it goes man i don't I can't tell the future. um I know I can coach with anybody in America that's n f l Division one or otherwise. I also know I can recruit with anyone in America, if not the best in america um, and that's a fact, and it's a given fact, and I don't need to boast or talk shit. People think take it as boasting when i take it as reality that's just the truth but the truth hurts you you can't have someone tell you that they're better than you at something they don't like that shit it's not cocky it's the truth motherfucker i heard one time it ain't true it ain't it ain't uh it ain't bragging if it's true well i think that's right But a boss like you need a boss like me, period. Too many soft motherfuckers think they're bosses of shit, and they don't have a fucking clue how to manage, organize, structure, coordinate, or orchestrate a fucking program, a business, a fucking team, nothing. And it's about time that if you want to be called a boss, It's about time you get a boss like me in your life, motherfucker, because somebody needs to tell you the fucking truth. Venables played at Oklahoma back in 99, 2000, after he played at Garden City Community College in Kansas. Brett Venables, good dude, real solid Christian faith guy, good guy. Um, Got the head job at Oklahoma. I think it's a good hire. Um, I don't know if it's a splash hire, but it's a good, solid hire. I think it's as good as, Mar- as it was when Bob Stoops was hired before Bob Stoops really was Bob Stoops. I think Brett Venables be- can become a Bob Stoops type and lay his foundation down. I think Oklahoma wants loyalty, and I think Oklahoma will give their fucking shirts off their back to a loyal guy that wants to be there and i don't think they give a fuck about the decommits i don't think they give a fuck about any of that other shit they're overlaying um lincoln riley and how they he did them and i think you have a much better human being for for fact i believe you have a much better human there now with benavals and i think you have a guy that's really bleeds oklahoma and uh It is what it is, man. Good luck to you guys. Uh, I think he's a good coach. Um, He's got to hire a good staff. But again, head coaching is different. Coordinating is totally different. Coordinating, you don't deal with all the other shit you deal with when you sit in this chair. People can't grasp that concept. So, when... Manny Diaz is on the road recruiting for his institution, and he's being replaced. In essence, you have two coaches at the same time on your staff. Two head coaches are hired on your staff at the same time because you haven't rightfully fired the other one. First of all, it's chicken shit, but that's what these administrators are. This is who we deal with. This is who we are. Not... It's not what you say. It's what you do. It's... it's These people, man, are just a bunch of fucking fake... commercialized... administrators... that make a lot of money... but yet can't make a hire or a fire... with any type of moral aptitude... have no moral compass whatsoever... yet... They have all this money in control. Boss likes you. Needs a boss like me, motherfucker. You guys are fucking full of shit. You guys are hiring people that have not a fucking clue what they're doing, and you're get you're fucking more kids over than you've ever realized. And there's a reason they're entering the portal. One, they're being horribly trained at home. Two. They're being told and trained that it's okay to be soft and enabled. Three, they expect to be bosses without ever having a boss. Four, they don't go through the passenger process of life. They expect to be a pilot right out the womb. Five, they don't understand how fucking critical it is to have some tough love and tough skin. Because eventually in life, you're going to run into somebody that don't know you, don't give a fuck about you, and ain't going to save you. But you're not going to be trained to get out of the situation. And you're going to be a shivering little bitch sitting there with your dick in your hand, wishing somebody would have been hard on you and taught you the ropes, motherfucker. But guess what? We don't. We're going to sit here and fucking keep enabling these kids. Keep giving them what they want. I want, want, want. Well, here, give, give, give. Instead of saying, no, no, no. Earn, 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 motherfucker. How about you earn this shit for once? I'm not giving you fucking nothing. Earn it. We ain't making our kids earn shit. Why do you think when they don't get their way, they enter the transfer portal? Anyway. It's going both ways. You know, and it's too big of a debate about this transfer portal thing. I did a whole show on it last week. I don't want to get into all that shit. All I do know is coaches leaving. You got the side of the house that thinks coaches leaving is fucked up. The players should be able to leave as well. I already explained my thought on that. I don't believe that's true. I believe coaches have earned the right when they put in their time and cut their teeth in this profession. I think they earn the right to make millions of dollars if that's what the marketplace is set at. So why not? They deserve the right to earn that money. I don't believe kids. That have yet to earn the right. Should dictate to those grown ups. How I want to see your. I want to see your salary. Uh, you don't. You shouldn't be able to leave. Kids are dictating too much nowadays. In life. And it's we're giving them the fucking keys. To the fucking ship. Before they ever get out of being a passenger let's teach him how to be a fucking pilot first but anyway crystal ball goes to miami they fire diaz why he's on the road recruiting this is my take on it this fraternity of coaching is very very tight knitted but again it's colder than the dope game the only way to change the the happenings of, on the daily occurrences in this profession that's shady as the dope game is to your fraternity brothers. Let's just say, for instance, Mario Cristobal and Manny Diaz. I'm sure they talk. They know each other. They can text or call each other. And Manny could call and say, listen, this is what's happening, dog. And then Mario should call the AD and say, listen, I'm not interested in your position. If you're doing Manny Diaz that way, I don't want anything to do with you and your program. That will start to nip it in the butt. And now you will start to get a more honest playing field. But until the fraternity can, starts to back each other up, it's never going to work. But I know the fraternity's full of shit and I all know I also know they're all full of fucking shade and they're all salty and they all want your job and they all want a smile in your face but they'll stab you in the fucking back. So I know that'll never happen. I'm just telling you as a realist, that's what I would be doing. See, I wouldn't take my boy's job like that. That's just me though. But I got boys, so called quote unquote boys that have taken my job that way. <laughs> oh, it's a whole nother story, man. Whole nother ball game. But it is what it is. Um, but until the fraternity of coaches start stop accepting these lateral moves, to me, Miami's actually below lateral to for Oregon. But he's from there, he's there, coach. He played there, he's from Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get all that bullshit. then don't accept the job. (laughs) There's no such thing as decommitting, dog. You commit to something, you need to commit to it. And then honor your contract. Honor your fucking contract. See, that's the issue I have. See, I think the NCAA needs to have a commissioner for two things. Control the transfer portal. And I have a whole set of rules that I would... Go by. I'm not going to do it on this show, but I'll maybe do a show coming up about it. And control coaching moves. And institutions hiring coaches. So, use it like any other employment laws in in the United States. Honor your contract or it's null and void and you owe money. And the other institution can't pay it off for you. Pay it yourself, motherfucker, or stay put. If the NCAA would do that to these guys, you would see a more honest landscape and you would get more fair share of your fucking honest coach telling kids more than bullshit lies and selling them cars. You would get some real fucking, real thought-out recruit, recruiting pitches because you know your ass is staying at Oregon. But if you know I can get the fuck out of here and or- and Miami's going to pay off what I owe anyway because I, I leave early so I owe back a million dollars or some bullshit like that. Miami's going to pay the shit off for him. He ain't paying it out of his own pocket. That needs to be a mandate. Kids, if you want to transfer and enter the portal after your freshman year, your true freshman year, you must sit out a year. You get five years anyway. You're only going to play four. And that's if you're an NFL first rounder. If you're a good player, you're going to play hopefully three. So let's start making this transfer thing a real thought out situation. And I would bet you by sitting out that year and when it enters your brain, I got to sit out a year. Fuck. All right, then maybe I'll just stay. And then after that year, you stay and you stay and you're practicing and God forbid a kid gets hurt, but maybe that's what happens. And now you're in there starting. And now you're a first rounder in three years and you're about to transfer. See, people don't look at shit like that. They all think the grass is greener, but really the grass is brown as shit. 99% of the grass out there is shit brown. You guys don't have enough nuts and guts to stick it out on your own front lawn. Dog, stay on your own lawn for a while. Let that motherfucker mature. Let it motherfucking grow. Let the fucking fruits of your labor show. You have nothing to show for, motherfuckers, and you're leaving schools, transferring schools. Like, you are just setting the trend coaches for these kids to transfer. You're a trendsetter in the worst way possible. But I still don't believe kids should be able to transfer at will just because a coach can. I believe the coach is still a grown-up. And in this world that we live in, grown-ups have earned the right to deserve the right to move on in life and whatever they list to do. It's grown-up decision. And when the grown-up makes a fucking bad choice, it is what life is. It's about choices. So if you make a bad choice grown-up, guess what you have to do? Live with it. But we're not fucking teaching our kids that shit. Our kids don't have to live with a bad choice. They get to be enabled and do whatever the fuck they want whenever the fuck they want. So when they become an adult, they're going to continue to enable these young kids of theirs. When is this shit going to stop? Somebody has to cut it off. Sirianni cut off the NFL fucking jersey swap last night by not shaking hands. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully it happens. But who's going to do that with the transfer portal? Who's going to do that in the coaching fraternity? Who's going to tell Miami to fuck you, man? You're doing Manny Diaz the worst fucking possible, shadiest way ever. I don't want nothing to do with your institution. How about the president gets to hear that shit? And then let's see the president take heat from the community for operating with shitty practice. (laughs) Unprofessional practices. Like, how about we start there? Doctorate degree having motherfuckers. You motherfuckers ain't worth the fucking paper that shit's printed on. But I already told you that how many times I have to say that shit. The degrees in college and high school diplomas are the most overrated piece of fucking waste of ink ever put on paper. But it is what it is. (sighs) Hell yeah, Joey B. Take those license plate pictures, man. Fuck them. Got to do it and motherfucker come out one day. I'm telling you, somebody in this show is going to be like, fuck, my car got banged. And I should have took a picture like Coach Brown said. Fuck. Trying to tell you. Joey B started off the show by saying he took pictures of the two cars next to him at the store and nothing happened. But he was like, hey, I'm in your head. Coach JV. you're in my head. Hey man, some shit happens for a reason. Hey, put it this way can't hurt to take a picture of the two motherfucking license plate next to your car. What's it gonna hurt? It can only help. People kill me all the time like, man, I can never win the lotto. Well, you don't play. (laughs) No shit, you can't win the lotto, motherfucker. You don't play. You gotta play to win, you gotta shoot to score. I don't know. Is what it is. Um, ESPN kills me, man, all the time. ESPN, for the last few weeks, has given, has given, um, has given, um, Lamar Jackson the MVP. This morning, this is how you know. And it's a shame because we got brothers who advocate for brothers getting jobs. But then salt brothers games on national platforms like ESPN like fucking Ryan Clark and Stephen A. Subconsciously they 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 do it. The the public subconsciously don't really look at it like, "Oh, they're not really uh They're not really hating um, like that, are they? No, they are. The black motherfucker just hated on the black quarterback. So why don't you fucking call it what it is, motherfuckers? So all brothers out there listening, all my boys, we just talked about this last night. Where the fuck are you at when it comes to advocating for these dudes when you talking all that shit, Ryan Clark? About how shitty he is. But two weeks ago you are talking how great he is. Now you're throwing him under the bus. Dog. You just talked about brothers being fucked. You fucking him more than anybody on your platform. You just straight told him. Plus every other coach you've asked to be fired. I've literally heard Ryan Clark on ESPN. Talk about how bad. How fucking quickly. That. I forgot my boy's name, the head coach at the Chargers last year, uh, the brother, he wanted him fired like week four. And I'm like, first of all, you want to advocate for brothers to be coaches, but now you're advocating for him to be fired. (laughs) Like the fucking hypocrite, the hypocrisy is on an all-time high by these mass media people. It is blows my mind. And I don't give a fuck what color they are, what color you are. The truth is what the fuck is the color, motherfucker. The real truth, the real color is the truth. A lot of you motherfuckers can't handle that shit. A lot of these motherfucking cowardly ass motherfuckers sitting behind these desks want to talk shit about these brothers, but when it comes to Helping them, they do nothing. But when the motherfucker rises to the top and Lamar Jackson ends up winning the Super Bowl someday, maybe, I'm not saying he is. I, obviously, I say he's not. But what I'm saying is, then guess what? I told you he would. I knew he would. But make sure you're recording the messages that you hear because Ryan Clark today and Stephen A today and Booger and all these other motherfuckers now are saying what I've been saying for two years. Lamar Jackson is struggling. I've also been saying Patrick Mahomes is a gimmick quarterback. Guess what? Patrick Mahomes threw for like a 140 last night and t- no touchdowns. He looks average for the last six weeks. Their defense is balling. I remember you guys told me that Daniel Sorensen was the worst player in America and that he was the reason the Chiefs' defense was bad. <laughs> That's why I stopped talking to you motherfuckers Because you guys don't have a fucking clue About this space and this lane But you continue to try to be in it Oh we all hate on each other dog We already know Shit We already know Um We already know Everybody hates on each other anthony lynn was his name I'm, I'm trying to think um for the chargers yeah ryan clark was demanding he gets fired like motherfucker you should be looking out <laughs> like what's really going on but see the real i don't know real recognizes real and fake recognizes fake but you motherfuckers that's the problem See, there's two different levels and motherfuckers can't recognize the two. They can't. They can't fucking understand what's the difference between fake and real. And that is the problem, my friends. If you don't understand what it is, you're probably a fake motherfucker. (laughs) I don't know. Is this guy? I think he's lying. Let me tell you something. I don't need to fucking think nothing. Motherfucker, I'll judge a character in a motherfucking New York minute when you talk the first word out your mouth. I already know. People be like, oh, Coach, you judging them. No, nah, not really. That just is what it is. I'm going to tell you like this. A dude sent me a video last night, and what I'm known for is personnel evaluation okay i get calls from nfl coaches and d1 coaches all the time asking me about a certain player mm-hmm. and they know my word is bond and i know what i'm fucking discussing and talking about or they wouldn't be asking me and i haven't coached in three years so what does that tell you so a buddy of mine sends me a kid and he says listen coach please give me the truth the raw truth and nothing but the truth on this kid and he sends it to me. I watched two football plays and I typed him back and I said, What do you want to know? I've seen enough film. And he was like, Damn, coach, I just sent it to you. You want the whole game film? <laughs> I said, First of all, no. I'm not in the business and I'm not I don't have the time. But second of all, when I would recruit a million kids a year, do you think I watched their whole highlight film or their whole game film? No. It takes me two plays to see a motherfucker if he's legit or not. And he was a wobble body, short arms, couldn't move, couldn't bend, too fat, couldn't run. And I just need to see two plays. And I said, tell him to go to a D3. And play there and he goes well I think I'll send him to Juco and I go well he'll never play to Juco not any Juco I know of that's legit Juco but good luck some people I I don't think can handle it and then they they'll probably go and tell their friends oh coach Brown don't know what he's talking about <laughs> yeah well Jermaine Johnson's ACC player of the fucking year my bad maybe I don't know what I'm doing I don't know Calvin Jackson's a Blitnikoff Award. Raheem Boyd was a fucking Doke Award finalist. Koi <laughs> Dang was also a Lombardi finalist this year before he got hurt at Cal. Shit, dog. That's five, four or five players just on my Juco team that were up for national honors and the four year Power Five level. I'm sorry. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. I only got 27 dudes in the NFL. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe you know more than me. (laughs) Uh, TJ, you got to do the arm test, dog. Put your palm on your chest. Reach out. Let's check your arm length. If you're an old lineman, you got small arms. We got a problem. If you got small hands, you got a problem. If you're too fat, got a problem. It is what it is. But what do I know, right, Matt? Um, I've been saying Lamar Jackson's not ready to be an NFL starting Super Bowl winning quarterback for two years. But I get hate every day. But when I do a breakdown last night on Twitter, and then everyone's like, damn. Yeah, motherfucker, I think I know what I'm talking about. He's being horribly coached in that offense. And if that offense was really coached up, because I'm going to tell you right now, the OC's legit. Now, all that bullshit you guys talk about, the OC's legit. The schemes are legit. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Okay. It's just time out. I don't believe the quarterbacks being coached up. And that's the OC's fault because he has to tell the quarterback coach to fucking coach him up. And if the quarterback coach is incapable of coaching him up, then there's a problem. Lamar Jackson's not being coached like he should be. And I would love to coach that motherfucker up. And you would see a huge fundamental difference if I coach that motherfucker. I'm just keeping it real. He is struggling with the small detail. When you run triple option and you run boot nakeds and you run booties and kicks and you run outside zone and power read, the most fucking fundamental fucking component is the mesh. And his stance and starter bad, his fucking riding his front foot through the front hip of the back is horrible. His crow hop, the mesh, getting us back foot out the way, cutting off the running backs mesh is horrible. I've shown you on film. I showed it last night. If he would have rode that mesh and squatted down an athletic position with his forearms out. And I could have seen it on film and held Watt, TJ watt, just a little longer. T.J. Watt wouldn't have went up the field like reckless abandonment, and not only would the mesh have slowed him down, the mesh would have gave time for Andrews to come across the formation and kick out T.J. Watt upfield shoulder so he could slow him up even more, and now Lamar Jackson can either pull up or get outside and make a butt-naked throw. Touchdown. They win. But guess what happened? It's a horrible fucking mesh. T.J. Watt is up the field right in his face right now. And now we have a rush throw. But having said that, Lamar Jackson needs to make that throw. Let me ask everybody in the room. Do you think Tom Brady can make that throw? Do you think Aaron Rodgers makes that throw? I believe they do. I believe they do. So I'm just telling you, But I'm not letting Patrick Mahomes off the table either. He's not very good right now either because he's having to restructure his whole game. And if you pay a guy $500 million, you shouldn't have to restructure his game. But that's why you guys are anointing these people as the greatest of all time too quickly, too fucking quickly. So I don't know. Um, it's unbelievable to me, man. I really don't get it. But it is what it is. You guys keep believing. No, Lamar's the best. Okay. Well, he can't even fucking throw a flat route on time, but he's the best. <laughs> um A boss like you needs a boss like me, dog. Just trying to tell you guys. Um Unfortunate, unfortunate. But nobody calls ESPN out. Nobody calls them out and tells the real. Like, these motherfuckers are just talking how great he was two weeks ago. Lamar Jackson now is bad and holding the Ravens back. <laughs> oh, dog. I posted a, I posted a, uh, TJ and CJ, JB ducking me on Twitter, have nothing to say about Taysom, the fact that him and Lamar are different. Who don't have nothing to say about Taysom? I've literally called out Taysom Hill in video how shitty he is, and he should not be no quarterback, and he should not be getting paid. And who's ducking you, motherfucker? You got me fucked up. I don't duck shit. But horseshoes and hand grenades, motherfucker, I don't duck nothing. I don't know what you're talking about or who. You must have me confused with someone else. Uh, Taysom Hill is garbage. Baker Mayfield is garbage. Carson Wentz is garbage. Uh, Lamar Jackson is garbage. Great athlete. Freaking nature. Love him to death. Great kid. But he's not a fucking elite quarterback. Sorry to break it your news to you. Cam Newton is washed. He can't play no more. He can't throw on time. Lamar Jackson is a player that makes plays with his feet when Hollywood Brown escapes and gets wide open. (laughs) Like, that's not a fucking football play that's going to happen in the NFL Super Bowl. I'm just telling you. Um... Yeah, I just went over Taysom Hill last week. Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are watching. Um, I don't know. Well, you can't judge Wentz when he plays the Texans. Texans are a bad football team right now. But uh, Taysom Hill is fucking horrible. Like, what? He's as stiff as a porn dick. I just discussed Taysom Hill. So... Noah, you said you work at an inner city continuation school and asked if he should give the kids advice every day or let them be who they are. Well, you either coach them or allow it, dog. I mean, that's just what I live by. Now, if they're going to do some shitbird shit, I'm going to fucking call them out and tell them what the deal is. But I always try to give some nuggets here and there, either within my lesson, how I'm teaching you, coaching you, whatever. Um... I'm always going to try to, you know, give you some lessons and then hopefully subconsciously you take them and you you, you kind of they kind of lay on you as through osmosis. A lot of cats in the inner city, especially having coached so many kids with IEPs and ADHDs and ADD and I got ADD. So I'm a true believer in showing it, walking it and talking it. Fuck handing it out. Now, I do the handout shit to make it look pretty and make sure my staff understand we're going to put in the time to do it. But a lot of kids wipe their ass with that piece of paper. So you have to understand that you're doing that as a staff, not for the kids, even though it looks pretty. You got all these pretty pictures like we had a high school scouting report. TJ, I'll tell you, I, I was doing NFL scouting reports at a high school level. So I just wanted to make sure my kids at least got the best of the best while I was there. They at least were prepared. Now, how they took that and ran with it is a whole nother ballgame. But at least do the preparation. I don't give a fuck what people say. People say, well, the kids ain't going to do it no way. Why should I? Then you're a fucking horrible grown person. <laughs> you're a horrible coach. You're a horrible mentor. And you're a horrible example of how not to do shit. Period. So that is what you got to understand. Um, always, do the, always prepare yourself thinking your kids are going to do it. I mean, that's just what it is. You owe the game that much. Fuck the kids at that point. If you're telling me the kids ain't going to do it, then they're not listening to you any fucking way. And you've lost your team. <laughs> so how about you go do the work anyway because you're in the profession of doing the work. But, see, cats don't think that way. Ah, oh, fuck it, because these cats don't do shit anyway. I'm not going to do nothing. <laughs> nah, I've only met the beam cat one time. I don't know him at all. Nah. Um, two different schools of thought, and I think. I don't know him, so I can't judge him. I can't say nothing good or bad about him. I don't know him at all. I just met him one time. He seemed like a cool dude. Uh, but I don't know him now. What happened to my O-line coach from Indy? Which one? I fired like eight. Yeah. Uh, K to the Tiger. If you care about young people, you want to see them succeed, then you give them gyms. Yeah. But I, again, it goes back to coaching them, not allowing them. You know, I'd rather coach them than allow them. Um. So, you know, is what it is. Um Man, I'm this we're already an hour and a half in, man. I'm about to wrap this up. YouTube, you guys stay on. I'll stay on with you and chop it up. Uh iTunes, Google App Store and everybody else. Spotify. I appreciate you guys listening in. Um uh, And I'll see you guys Wednesday, 2 p.m. I'll see you Friday on the Pat McAfee Show. I had a pretty good weekend this weekend. I picked Alabama to cover. They obviously blew Georgia out. Um, I picked Michigan. They won. And I picked Oklahoma State, which fucked me and lost. Um, Did you see how they lost? Like, fuck. So I had a pretty good overall weekend. So, yeah, I got Kiyoshi the job uh, when I left at Indy. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see the XFL is uh, is different. So is the USFL. So we're gonna see what what's going on with that. But on the audio side, I appreciate you guys podcasting, listening, and uh, I'll see you guys Wednesday. And, uh don't be any slap dicks or fuck sticks definitely don't be a shit bird peace hope this ain't my last chance, it's the last chance, man, last chance for you last for me man. will i make it will i take it to the top we gonna see it's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me will i make it will i take it to the top we gonna see